Cool. So as we go through this, we're going to use this as a springboard to talk about cool things in the Star Wars universe, greater connections, history. So I am going to start by a history lesson Mm. of Lothal. Let's hear it. Cool. So Lothal is a planet in the Outer Rim Territories. Due to economic dis- disrepair caused by drought and plague, the mm. Empire was invited to set up shop with the promise of prosperity and security. Sure, the Nazis were invited too. Well, so this is kind of interesting. So there's a story. Um, it wasn't Bloodlines. It was... Uh, was the other oh, Claudia Gray uh, book? Lost Stars? Yeah, Lost Stars. Claudia Gray. So good. She is really good. Yeah, so Probably my favorite... One of my two or three favorite Star Wars writers right now. Yeah. Um, so it reminds me of a planet in Lost Stars that's kind of similar to Lothal uh, called yeah. Jellucon, yep. which is an independent planet until then it was kind of, there's a lot of disparity. There was a really rich class, and a really poor class. And the Jellucanians, yeah, sure. they, uh, they invited the Empire yeah. onto the planet because the, the rich people thought it would bring them status and connections and political power. And the poor people just needed jobs. Yeah. So historically, the Outer Rim has been... Is Jellucan in the Outer Rim? Yep. They're okay. both Outer Rim planets. And so historically, the Empire thinks they control the Outer Rim. It's the largest part of the universe. It's on the Outer yes. Rim of the universe. There you go. Um, but it's kind of like the Wild West. So that's why like Tatooine is really controlled by the Huts. Yeah. Technically, we learn in this that Tarkin is the governor of the Outer Rim. It's like Sacramento. Yeah, exactly. Like, really lawless. No one controls it. Mm -hmm. You know, just like Sacramento. So, the core worlds, they keep making these, like, they try to bring the Outer Rim under control. They keep making these, these treks out there to try to get them under control, but it's just so hard. And so, when an opportunity like this comes up where... The economy of Lothal is so hurt and in disrepair. They actually invite the Empire onto their planet. Then the Empire is stoked because they don't have to fight. They don't have to go to war. They're just kind of like welcomed on. And so they're welcomed on because they are promised jobs, prosperity. There's a lot of minerals that are in the core of Lothal. So that's why the Empire wants them. There's a lot of wide open space, so they end up building a bunch of golf courses, <laughs> golf courses, <laughs> luxury hotels, Trump Tower. What? So they they end up bringing doing actually uh, like weapons factories and fleet yards because it's so wide mm. open that they can test all these secret weapons away from prying eyes. And also they can build huge ships there because there's all this open space. So it won't be a problem. And then, like I said, there's a ton of minerals in there. So they start doing some hardcore mining, including mining for kyber crystals. On Lothal. Yep. Do they find kyber crystals on Lothal? They find a lot of them. Wow. I didn't know that. Yep. It's like, where can you not find kyber crystals these days? Tatooine, probably. Tatooine. Coruscant. Kazook? Kashyyyk? Kashyyyk. Yavin. Yeah. So, they came, 
And they started doing the mining. They started building all these weapons factories and shock the empire lied to them. So their people were a little more than slaves. Thanks, Will Huff. <laughs> yep, Will Huff. They, uh, they, they're little more than slaves. They're not getting paid much more. Their economy is still crumbling. And now their environment is being destroyed by this mining. All these factories are polluting. Sounds like an inconvenient and truth. Hashtag topical. And they are super bummed. So that's how these rebel cells, their independent rebel cells, they start springing up. There's actually a protest, a peaceful protest on Lothal. And the governor, well, there was a rightful governor of Lothal. And when the empire comes in, they kick him out, Get out of here, send him to jail, Yeah, say he's committed treason, which, yeah, we've heard that one before. <laughs> so he's committed treason, put him in jail, then they install a imperial governor, and then there's protests, and the empire just kills all these peaceful protests. So from there, the peaceful protesters become rebels. So they're an independent rebel cell. And that is where our ghost crew comes in. Lothal rebels. Yep. So behind the scenes, um, there was some pretty cool stuff. Uh, the Lothal landscape was based directly on Ralph McQuarrie paintings of Alderaan hmm. that were never used. We don't see Alderaan in the original series, so they reuse them for Lothal. And according to Simon Kimber, who's one of the producers, um, it's directly ripped from the paintings, hmm. um, which I thought was pretty cool. I love Ralph McQuarrie's stuff. There was also a little bit of guerrilla marketing before that first episode came out. So here you pull up, pull this up. Um, it's Sinear Fleet Systems, S-I-E-N-A-R, fleetsystems.com. So that's the name like of one of the fleet shipyards that was put on Lothal. And you'll be directed to a pro-Empire propaganda poster. And it's advertising the Sinear Ship Factory. And on the poster, it's been vandalized. Yeah. So this website is nothing but just this image that's been vandalized with pro-rebel graffiti, most notably Sabine's, oh, Sabine. Sabine's Phoenix logo. Yeah, I love that. Right, and it's pretty cool, huh? And this is a kind of interesting. I don't want to get too deep into Sabine, but this is a logo fairly unique to her. Yeah, it's well, it's cool because it's... It's almost Mandalorian. It's yeah. Not quite. But it's also very clearly... Like, I wonder if it was a precursor to the Rebel Alliance. Because mm, technically this it only, yeah, it takes gets, place before the Rebel yes. Alliance, but her Phoenix logo is kind of the same shape, just tilted yeah, a little no, bit. Right? Yeah, it is. It, yeah. It's like a cool mix between Phoenix Squadron and the Rebel Alliance. So yeah. I wonder if, like, Mod Moth was like, hey, who do we know that does graphic design work? <laughs> I do. I started in my yeah. undergraduate. Yeah, and so that's, that's Sabine. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> she she fired up her Photoshop and made the Rebel Alliance logo. <laughs> oh, I really like that. Well, I got yeah. a new computer background. So Sabine. check that out if you're at home. Sabine. It's pretty dope. Well, thanks, Peter, for your uh, your history lesson. Um, I was hoping to respond in kind with a little character portrait. Sure. Of our one and only Ezra Bridger. 
So I wanted to tell you some things about him that I found really interesting. And if you don't know these, this will be a great, uh, it was a great surprise for me. But yeah. Ezra is our main character, right? I he, did not know that. Well, there it is. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Um, Ezra, our main character, he's the vessel with which we are, right, digesting this world. Uh-huh. And it's kind of a classic, right, use of someone who's n- who's new to the world. So as we enter the world, it's new to us as well, and we kind of experience their same awe. So Ezra is a Force-sensitive, basic-speaking human. He was born in the year 3258 LY. That's LY is the Lothal calendar year. Huh. In BBY, which is what most of the universe goes for, and this is before the Battle of Yavin, right? Uh-huh. Before the Death Star was destroyed. You would be interesting to know. It's interesting to know that this translates to 19 BBY, which for anyone, this might be ringing some bells. That's the same year that Luke and Leia were born. He's the same age as Luke and Leia. Not only that, he was born just two days before Luke and Leia. So he's two days older than Luke and Leia. And if you think that's not a coincidence, it gets, it goes even deeper. Okay. Two days before Luke and Leia were born was the day of Order 66. Uh-huh. So he's born on the day of Order 66, which is also known as the inception of the Galactic Empire or, as the Empire knows it, Empire Day. So the Empire's crowning holiday huh. is called Empire Day. It's when they were formed and created. It's the thing they celebrate. It's also the day Ezra was born. And at first, I really didn't like this because <laughs> this just seems like such a coincidence, like too coincidental, right? Uh-huh. And it made me think of uh, Henry David Thoreau for a second because he begins his... You know, like, I know what you mean by that, but, like, why don't, why don't you just, like, let, let our listeners know what you mean by that? Okay, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, because I obviously know. Because you know. Yeah, I know. So, Thoreau began his experiment at Walden Pond on July 4th, 1884. Mm-hmm. July 4th, right? This great yeah. American... Ex- it's just the American holiday, yep. and he begins the great American experiment on July 4th. He didn't really. He just wrote that. Uh-huh. So it would have more meaning and, you know, you could, the, the, the day is pregnant with meaning <laughs> folks. Um, and it's kind of like the day Ezra was born. And at first I really, that irked me. I didn't like it, uh-huh. but something I always go back to when I think about when people coin, complain, like there's too many coincidences, like everyone in the universe knows each other. Like, Oh, everyone like is a force user or is related somehow. And it's like, well, those are what great stories are. There is, there's something more than just coincidence happening in great stories. There's connections. A story wouldn't be worth telling if there nothing was connected and there was no coincidences. And this is all a fictitious place anyway. So calm down people. But so Ezra is born on Empire Day. He grew up on the planet of Lothal, as we know, which is in the Outer Rim. And he's hoping to make the galaxy a better place. His parents are hoping to make the galaxy a better place for him. His parents' names are Mira and Epipham Bridger. And they are not around anymore. You know, Ezra is an orphan. I knew which, an Epipham. You did. Did yeah. you really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I don't believe you. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, my milk lady. Okay, shut up. You're yanking my chain. <laughs> um, so his parents, they set up a broadcasting transmissions to speak out against the Empire. So they had an underground radio, basically. 
Um, and this was in 14 BBY. Mm-hmm. So around the time Ezra was five. Um, but it cost them their life. And by 12 BBY, his parents were found and taken away by the Empire, leaving Ezra to live largely on his own for the next eight years. Let me guess, they were accused of treason. I mean, probably. <laughs> That's the catch-all. Yeah. So Ezra found work as a con artist, as a thief. He had to make do on Lothal. And you can actually read some books about his earlier life. Um, there's a journal. There's a, it's a junior novel. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, I'm an adult. <laughs> I digest literature. <laughs> so I'm not going to read it. I probably will read it. I actually just ordered it, <laughs> if I'm being honest. So I'll, I'll tell you more about it. Cool. Um, but in, before all this happens, uh, before the first episode of Rebels, he's actually already intermingling quite a bit with other characters in the universe. Like I told you, he lives in an abandoned Lothal net comm tower where he keeps his collection of stormtrooper helmets. Mm-hmm. And uh, he finds his way in some tight, you know, he's a Lothal rat. He does street rat. He does he does hood rat stuff. Just does hood rat stuff with his friends. <laughs> like smoking cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, in the most interesting kind of connection is he he uh, teams up with a, uh, a bounty hunter named Bosk mm. at one point who uh, has a brief appearance in the Empire Strike Back but is one of the most infamous bounty hunters. He's actually next to Dengar, probably my favorite. And did you, did you watch Clone Wars? Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. Boba Fett remember when Boba mm-hmm. Fett was little kid Boba Fett ran Django. with a, Oh, little kid Boba. Yeah, ran with a bunch of like like No, that was that was Django he, Fett. No. Little, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Django Fett was his he dad. He ran with Boba Dengar. Fett. Yes, he did. And IG88. Yeah, was Bosk in that crew? Yes. Ooh. And uh, Cad Bane. Interesting. I think. No, maybe not Cad Aura Bane. Singh. What's yes. And that small thing. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it's yeah so Bosk cool. and Ezra have some adventures. Uh, Ezra famously uses one of the line, I hate to say so, Mr. Bosk, but I have a bad feeling about this. Really glad that's not in the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to pick up those books, though, Star Wars Rebels, uh, a journal by Ezra B- uh, Bridger is a little cool journal of his life and also in Ezra's Gamble. That's the junior book that I have on order. Um, You can see some of this, these adventures of him and his life. Um, But yeah, so there are some interesting facts about uh, Ezra and where he comes from. Cool. Thank you. Also. Yeah. One more thing. Uh His little energy slingshot. I don't like that thing. I don't like that thing either. All right, thanks for listening to the inaugural flight of Rebels Rebels. We're a new podcast, so please tell your friends and leave us a review on iTunes or your favorite pod aggregator. Connect with us on social media by searching Rebels Rebels Pod on Facebook or Instagram, or shoot any questions or comments to RebelsRebelsPod at gmail.com. Yeah, special thanks, by the way, and shout out to Matt from Sore Thumb. It's a cool band for playing keys on our theme music, which our uh, my co-host Peter and Matt made together. You can find oh, their music. Yeah, we're they're good. Blush. You can find his band, him and Matt's band, Sore Thumb Band, uh, SoreThumbBand.com. Uh, they're pretty cool. Cool. And please leave us a review. It would really, really help. Yeah. 
And then, uh, until next time, folks, be brave out there. And don't look back. Don't look back. Peace.